Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. Just a couple of technical notes before we get into the show today. This episode gets a little bit intense with some stuff. If you have any serious issues with hand or neck-related injuries, beware. The next stuff happens about 36 minutes into the episode, and the hand content is briefly at about 15 and 46 minutes. I also want to note that there were a couple of mechanical flubs that took place over the course of the episode. I am very aware of what those were. I noticed them as I was editing, and some of them were pretty silly. Those of you who are following along at home may notice these, and I just want everyone to know that as I went through... I too became aware of these. This was the first really big scale fight that we've had so far, and well, flubs happen here and there when that happens, and hopefully we'll do better next time. Now that I covered that, I recommend that you stick around after the end of the episode today as I introduce a new segment to the show called Lunch at Madame Faye's, where we meet with the employees of Quinn's and a figure from Zhao Wei, and eavesdrop on a lunch conversation in the Smiling Eyes District's most famous tea house. I hope you enjoy that. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Ariston had just saved Tikal from a deadly fall, as Tepet Harmonious Accord and Aselsi Mayumi turned away from the city as seven symphonious chords still loomed over the crowd. What would everyone do now? Would Zhao Wei make it out okay? Was Ajax finally going to flip his lid? The cloud continues to move towards the edge of the plaza, and Harmonious Accord stops one more time. Oh, by the way, citizens, I just want to let you know that as soon as we take care of your little demon problem, we'll be back, and she here, and he points to Iselsi Mayumi, she's going to go about very quickly fixing your little drought problem, so expect the rains to come back pretty soon. Just thought I'd let you all know. Oh, God. Great. Great. All right, guys, he's got the whole city trying to go against us now. I think that it's time that we put an end to Harmonious Accord. I think it's time that we put an end to Seven Symphonious Chords. Yes, after that. And because I made an oversight at the start of this conflict, we actually now have to roll join combat for Seven Symphonious Chords, Ragara Samir, and the contingent that they brought together. So here's a couple of join battle rolls. We're going to start with Seven Symphonious Chords, who is doing something to modify his role. So, counting the willpower he spent to enhance his join battle roll, he got six successes, which puts him at nine initiative. Next, the battle group is going to roll join battle. The battle group is at five initiative. And Samir is at six initiative, which is the same tick that Godwin acts on. It is now Godwin's turn, and he is in the middle of this crowd, and Forlorn Arya is coming up behind him, pushing past, trying to get to Tikal, who is being held in Ariston's arms. But it is Godwin's turn as well as Samir's turn. What is Godwin going to do? Godwin looks over at Ariston, holding Tikal, and doesn't quite know what to think. He turns around slowly and sees Forlorn Arya approaching. She's barely straight past him. She doesn't care about Godwin right now. She is running straight Whip. for Tikal. <laughs> it is very clear. You can see a determination and a terror in her eyes as she's running through this crowd. So Godwin sees her and then sees her fly right past him. And his head follows her direction and follows her body, but almost as if 
his head were magnetized to hers. It it seems like it's an action done without thought, and he mindlessly follows her. So Godwin is just moving towards Tikal with his turn? Yes. Okay. Just walking slowly. Samir is spending his turn holding back the angered contingent that they brought with them. The people who did not go running off trying to save Tikal. He is trying to keep them from going after the defectors. But we now cut to Ariston as it is Ariston's turn. And Tikal is in his arms. She is shaky and faint. Thank you. Are you all right? I am okay. I'm, I'm a little bit shaken up, but it's not me that we should be worried about, I think. I and the others, they are out there somewhere, and there were no survivors on the ships. I mean, I'm the only one. The Tepu River pirates are done. We're going to put an end to the people who did that to you. We promise you. What they call us is exactly what they are. So what's Ariston going to do with his turn? Well, cause she can she can walk, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Like, so he's just going to let her up and then go over just like to find Ajax and Godwin. So you can still very clearly see Ajax. He's perched up at the sides of the stage. Okay. He is poised, having just shot his bow. Godwin is a glowing golden spot in the middle of this teeming crowd. Godwin, we have to act soon. We don't know if they'll go after the others. Godwin, at that point finishes walking and ends up in front of Ariston. Forlorn Arya has also broken through and has literally wrestled to call away from Ariston and is holding her very tightly. Godwin looks over at the mass that is Forlorn Arya and to call and looks at Ariston and kind of shifts between these two focal points three or four times and finally settles his eyes on Ariston. Well, okay, I guess. What do you recommend we do? I think we need to put an end to these people. I think they're far too proud for who they say they are and who they say we are. I know that they want Isalsi to help the city, but I think that's just their way of further getting a grip around Jawe. And we can't let them do that. Look, Ariston, whatever you think is best, let's do that. Ariston nods and... His body language has changed. His muscles are clenched. He's widened his feet. And you see his eyes and they're locked. They're locked on the cloud and they've become this black, dark color. And then they they go back down to the crowd and see Raghur Samir and they don't change. They're still this black and Ariston is going to attack Raghur Samir. Is there any charms that you're going to activate while you do this? He's just going to go and hit him. What number am I trying to get? Five. As Ariston flashes forward, Ragura Samir pulls out a blade at his side. This is larger than the small knife that he was carrying before. This is a standard issue blade of a realm legionnaire. And as Ariston comes to strike him out, he is mid-draw, and Ariston's fist meets the blade. And there's a loud ringing that reverberates throughout the plaza. So that is Ariston's turn. We are now at the top of a new round of initiative. We start with seven symphonious chords at nine initiative. He looks at Ariston. He's wearing a long brown robe, not the general finery that you see seven symphonious chords wearing. He is still holding the recorder in one hand, and he cocks his head at Ariston. Are you really sure that this is what you want to be doing? This seems to me like it's an awfully bad idea. I'm done listening to anything that you have to say. Then I'm afraid that you brought this on yourself. And he drops his stance, 
low and he holds the recorder up, partially obscuring his face. And then he pops the top off of the recorder and it snaps out like a chain emerges from the top of it and leashes itself around his neck and the body of the recorder itself begins to unfurl until it is a long soul steel bow about the size of the bow that one would use to play a cello it is an instrumental bow not a weapon bow and a large keening whale begins to play as the string of the bow materializes, and it is a series of screaming, ghastly faces that are constantly bubbling from end to end. He has dropped down into the stance and is holding the bow up, but that is all he is doing with his turn. He is activating something and waiting for an attack. God. At eight, it is now Tepet Harmonious Accords' turn, and they are just riding out of the city on the on the cloud. Ain't nothing we can do about that. <laughs> now at six initiative, it is Godwin's turn. What is Godwin going to do? Godwin at this point has been silently almost waltzing behind Ariston, wordlessly following him as he moves out of the crowd. And then the glaze over Godwin's eyes seems to dissipate as he notices seven symphonious chords and he furrows his eyebrows. Excellent. So... Your anima is Falarin as you do this. Are you going to supplement this with any charms, even including excellency charms? Well, of course, Transifuge Vision and Harmonious Presence Meditation are still active, and he's going to use Terrifying Battle Shriek. All right, and what does that do? Roll 15 die Intimidate against one target. Success strikes fear into the heart of target, forcing target to move away or hide next turn. What does it mean if it says maybe placed in flurry? You can do that and attack him. Could you elaborate on that? So if you take a minus three penalty to both actions, you can scream, intimidate him, and then attack him with your martial arts. So that might be something you want to do. Yeah. Cool. So it's going to be 12 dice instead of the 15, but you can spend excellency dice on it. Same with your martial arts. Your martial arts will be three less, but yeah. But I can do both. Yes. All right. So go ahead and roll that. How does Godwin approach this intimidation then, running out from the crowd? So Godwin lunges towards seven symphonious chords and throws his entire body at the strange thing that Seven Symphonies Court is doing with no concern about his personal safety, no reservation. As Godwin closes in and gets up in his face, you can see tinges and flickers of black and purple suffuse and play about Godwin's anima. This is not social influence or performance, correct? This is social influence, yes. Okay. Oh, also gonna pay for that terrifying battle streak. Oh, wait, it costs one less. Yay! And what pool are you paying from and how many moats? It is going to cost three moats from peripheral. Okay, um, I'm gonna do 12 for now. Okay, so roll that 12 dice of intimidation. That is nine successes, from which Godwin will regain two peripheral moats back due to benefits from his charms. Excellent. You can see hesitation in Seven Symphonious Chords' eyes as Godwin charges in. Now it's time for Godwin's martial arts attack. Godwin is immediately going to lunge and grab right at Seven Symphonious Chords' neck, attempting to wrap his fingers tightly around them. As Godwin's fingers wrap around Seven Symphonious Chords' neck, there are auras of blossoming flowers emerging around him, and little musical notes flurry out of those flowers. Excellent. So go ahead and make that martial arts attack roll. And are you supplementing this with any charms, excellencies, what have you? Godwin's going to use an additional two excellencies from peripheral. 
Excellent. So you get plus two dice to this attack roll, so you're adding plus four to your base accuracy. And seven Symphonious Chords is going to do something, and his parry score is going to be nine. So Godwin's rolling 18 dice here. Godwin got 16 successes, but I was a chump and I forgot to inform Lenny that she's actually rolling 15 dice and not 18 dice because flurries. And so she has to re-roll that. For posterity's sake, 16 fucking successes. 16 successes. That's out of 18 dice. That's twice his twice his parry value. Uh. It's still really good. Holy crap. Yeah, fuck you, Quinn. <laughs> 13 successes. Fuck you, Quinn. So Godwin closes in, and as he leaps forward, a gust of air billows, and you can see underneath of Seven Symphonious Chords plain cloak an elaborate set of magnificently smithed armor and godwin leaps in and grabs his throat you got four rollover successes so what is your base damage 12 you are rolling your overwhelming value he has 15 soak so you add four to 12 that's 16 minus 15 is one and you should have an overwhelming value so when it says damage it'll be something slash something you're Mm -hmm. rolling the slash number three so roll three dice one success. Excellent. Godwin jumps to eight initiative, and Seven Symphonies Chords drops to eight. But the stance that he took now becomes readily apparent as he immediately takes the bow and thrusts it upwards towards Godwin's hands. As he drives his bow upwards, a weird distortion of light appears looking at Godwin's face matched up, pressed toward the golden glowing circle on Godwin's forehead. There is a midnight black identical circle that is forming on the forehead of Seven Symphonious Chords. A red stream of blood begins to trickle down from it across his face. Black and red and purple essence begins to blossom around him. And from that, you can see a tableau of all of the eyes carved into the tree in the Smiling Eyes district, blossom up, up around him, looking, smiling at the petals that are popping from Godwin's own anima, and they all begin to cry, thick tears of blood that fall and dissipate. He is going to be spending 15 motes, and he is going to be making a, an attack against Godwin with 22 dice to hit his parry value. If it hits, he is going to double tens on his damage roll, and he can convert up to three of his over successes into dice on his decisive damage roll. Is there any defenses that Godwin is going to take? Is it his turn to go? That was why he took the stance. You can use an excellency to increase your evasion value. Godwin's going to spend eight motes to increase it by four. Excellent. I also forgot to mention that he gets one automatic success, and he gets to re-roll all of his ones. So, hope y'all had fun knowing Godwin, because he is fucking dead. <laughs> he just rolled 17 successes. Fortunately for Godwin, his rollover successes matter for nothing here, but he is going to spend the three motes to convert the three, the three dice into dice on his decisive attack roll, so he's going to be rolling 11 dice now. Oh god. I'm so sorry, Godwin. Oh god. Oh god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god! One, two, three, four, five, six. He takes the bow of the cello, and it crashes directly through 
the middle of Godwin's recorder hand. Blood spurts everywhere, and Godwin can feel his soul vibrating as it enters, and as he pulls the bow out of Godwin's hand, you can see Godwin's entire anima display begin to waver and shift, and there are flashes of black and red and purple in the blossoms of his anima. He draws it out, and Godwin feels cold and hollow. He is filled with memories of every time he ever failed to be what he thought he could be. And Seven Symphonious Chords flicks gently the blood off the tip of the bow, and Godwin takes six levels of lethal damage. So this is the first time we've seen anything resembling a decisive attack land on one of the player characters. Godwin has been filled up to his first minus two health level, which now means that all of Godwin's rolls are going to be at a minus two for until he heals. That includes his defense values. I warned you, you didn't listen. I didn't want to have to do this. I'm trying to help this city, and you're not being productive. And now, hey, it's Ragara Samir's turn. Ragara Samir finishes drawing his sword and then immediately seeks to drive it into Ariston's chest. Hooray! He's going to roll 11 dice. What does does Ariston want to do anything to improve his defense? He can up his parry. I don't know if he has anything else that is going to be useful. His parry is 5, so I'll spend two motes from peripheral. Ragra Samir rolled 9 successes. Oh. <laughs> what is Ariston's soak? 8. So he's going to be rolling seven dice to damage him. But this is his initiative. He's doing a withering attack, not a decisive attack. Good. He drives his sword at Ariston's chest, and at the last moment, Ariston claps against the blade and pushes it away. Ariston takes four damage to his initiative track, bringing him down to one initiative, and Ragara Samir jumps up to 11 initiative. Now Ajax and the battle group both get to attack. Yes, I'll come down off the ledge, come forward and to the side of Seven Symphonious Chord so I can get a clear shot so I'm not short range. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to use Force Without Fire using three motes out of my peripheral pool. And that makes it so that on a withering attack, if the attack does as much damage as the target's stamina, I don't gain the initiative from the attack, but the target is knocked down and back one range band. Excellent. Are you also going to enhance this with any excellency dice? Um, yes. I will use... Four. Bringing your attack pool to what? 19. Okay. He's going to activate something which resets his initiative to six, negating the onslaught penalty, and he is going to spend an additional four motes in order to increase his parry value up to eight. All right. That was seven successes, which is one less than his current parry value. (sighs) The cello bow moves up, and as Ajax's arrow comes close... It is completely warped and twisted off of its path and flies back out into the crowd, landing away. Seven Symphonious Chords gains one initiative. Just because he needed more. So he's back up to nine, and oh. the battle group is going to go, but they are going to attack Seven Symphonious Chords because... his initiative went down to six. It went back up because... So what happened was his initiative dropped down to eight when Godwin attacked him. But then when he was, like, defending himself against Ajax, what, didn't it go down to six? Did he that was his parry value, oh, okay. not his initiative. Okay. The battle group is going to charge in and attack Seven Symphonious Chords because he's an anathema, and they didn't sign up to fight alongside an anathema. They're going to do eight against his parry of six. They roll five successes against him, 
as he deflects their blows, and you can see each of them gain a sickly pallor as they attack, and he draws his bow close to them. He gains another point of initiative. So it is now Ariston's turn at one initiative. What does Ariston do? Okay, I'm going to do vicious lunge at... Well, actually, can I use this one men in care technique for Godwin? Or should no. I wait on that? Not, not in the middle of a fight, you can't. God fucking damn. Okay, I'll do vicious lunge at seven symphonious chords. It's a uh, launch at opponent and sees them with tremendous force, supplements a grapple gambit, adding one on max success to the attack roll, plus three die to the initiative roll. Excellent. And are you going to add any excellency dice to make sure that that hits? All right, I'll spend two from personal. Okay, and he is again going to keep his and his parry up at six. So that's 11 dice? Yeah, so roll 11 dice and you get one automatic success. Well. So Ariston comes in rushing towards seven symphonious chords and he has his bow pointed at Ariston's chest and says, I tried to help you. I tried to save you. I just want to help this city and I'm afraid that it means taking care of some garbage. And he is also getting to make a decisive attack against Ariston. He is again going to make a pretty rough attack where he's going to roll 22 dice. Oh, oh God. Ariston is so murdered right now. Then he's also going to do the thing where he can add extra dice that rolled over. Does Ariston want to increase his parry value or his evasion value in any way? All right, let's do six from peripheral. So it's eight. eight. Okay. He's also doing the thing where he gets the re-roll ones dealio. So he just rolled 12 successes, and he has an initiative presently of 11, so he is going to roll 11 dice against Ariston. No, he's going to convert the three, so he's going to roll 13 dice against Ariston, but he doesn't get to double tens. Yay! Ariston might might pull through. So Ariston takes three levels of lethal damage as the bow scrapes across his shoulder and blossoms with blood. It's the arm opposite, the one that he holds his toga on. So his toga is now stained with this gorging pool of blood that is tearing out over his shirt. It would be really wise of you all to back away. I've just made a statement that I did not want to have to make, and so help me. I will do everything that I have to, to make sure that it counts. So Ariston is down to his last minus one health level, so he is at a minus one penalty to everything as we close out this round. We open to the next round, where panic is spreading very quickly. The crowd that had gathered is dissipating. They did not anticipate seeing one of the symbols of their vibrant city turned into a cruel mockery before their very eyes. The tears are definitely still flowing from the smiling eyes. The blood is still running down Seven Symphonious Chords' face, just like the exact opposite of Godwin's cast mark. And at the top of the round, Ragura Samir gets to act first. He's at 11 initiative. And he takes his sword, holds it up, points it at Seven Symphonious Chords, and says, You, you anathema bastard. I thought that, I thought that you were like us. I thought that... You are a good man trying to do good things. You are worse than they are. You sick perversion of nature. And he tries to charge seven symphonious chords through. Ragura Samir rolled four successes. Seven symphonious chords parry is six. So he drives his sword and has it 
blocked effortlessly away as Samir enters and his face is cast in these dark shadows and his body is racked with goosebumps as his bow touches Samir's blade. Now it's Godwin's turn. All Godwin sees are eyes everywhere. These bleeding eyes and the hole in his hand and Seven Symphonious Chords' his face. And all Godwin can do is scream with terrifying battle shriek. So Godwin's going to flurry with terrifying battle shriek, which brings him to 17 peripheral moats. Godwin will also add two dice, which brings him out of 15. Five successes. Well, that does beat the the resolve score of Seven Symphonious Chords and Vragara Samir. So Vragara Samir immediately drops his sword and looks around confusedly. He is shaking like you can see his knees bobbing up and down. And Seven Symphonious Chords looks blankly at Godwin and shakes his head. Now Godwin's going to attack, yes? After screaming, Godwin locks eyes with Seven Symphonious Chords for a moment and then jams both of his thumbs into his eyes. That'll be a two-dot stun, so you get one automatic success, and then plus two dice. And what charms are you using to supplement this action? Godwin will spend three essence, bringing him to 14 after having gained two essence from his terrifying battle shriek, having used transfiguration. Excellent. So 17 plus one. Cool. And he's going to pop his two moats to keep his parry defense up at six. Grandma needs a new pair of shoes. Ten successes. That is four rollovers on his, over his defense value. So your base damage is 12, right? Yes. So 12 plus four is 16 minus 15. You're rolling three dice again. Perfect. One success. Yeah, so Godwin drives his thumbs towards Seven Symphonies Chord's eyes, and as he presses in, he can feel the pressure pressing into his eyes, and he can feel them starting to give way when Seven Symphonious Chords drives the butt of his bow into Godwin's solar plexus and sends him reeling back towards the crowd. Godwin gains two initiative, and Seven Symphonious Chords drops two, two initiative. It is now Ajax's turn, as well as the battle group's turn. What is Ajax going to do? He's going to remain in his own position still and take three arrows out of his quiver and notch all of them, but keeping one of them pointed out slightly so they kind of form a triangle. And he's going to aim that right at seven symphonious chords. What charms, if any, are you using? I'm going to use wise arrow. It reduces their defense by one. And that's one moat out of peripheral. Okay. Which puts me at 24. So I'm going to add nine, because that's what I can do. All right, so you're going to add nine dice. Which puts me at 15 peripheral. Okay. I'm going to give you a one dot stunt for that. So you get plus two additional dice for stunts, and he cannot afford to keep his defense up. So he's at base four with the extra minus one. So he's at three defense for you right now. Ten successes. So that is seven rollover dice over his defense value. What is Ajax's base damage? 15. So you're going to be rolling seven dice to damage him. Five successes. Ajax fires these three arrows and seven symphonious chords raises his bow just a little bit too slowly. And they thunk one by one into his armor They cling off of them, but they leave him splayed back and open wide. He drops to negative four initiative, and Ajax jumps from five initiative to 16 initiative. Woohoo! Point of erratum, he's at negative three initiative. 
which means the battle group gets to go now and they are not they've seen what he did to godwin and what he did to ariston and they are starting to flee they are terrified for their lives everyone's screaming and running and bleeding but now it is ariston's turn and ariston is at one initiative what is ariston going to do Uh, ariston's bleeding from the shoulder he's gonna try vicious lunge again because that's like i think that's the only thing that he can do right now that will actually hurt him i will add four from personal and he is going to spend two motes to bring his parry value up to six, but that's all he can do. So I'm at 13 dice, I believe. So yeah, 13 versus six. Oh, thank God. So that is seven successes with the bonus from Vicious Lunge. Now, Ariston, you need to roll four dice, and you need to beat a difficulty of two in order to establish this grapple gambit. Now you get to roll dexterity plus brawl versus his dexterity plus brawl. That's just nine, right? With no extras? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's four successes. Okay. And now he's going to roll seven dice. Fingers crossed. He gets eight successes off of seven dice. Ariston has instant control of the grapple, but he's not going to succeed. You can immediately make a savage attack oh awesome you are going to attack him and you are going to attack as though his defense were zero all right and then do a withering attack okay i will do withering then savage withering so ariston is going to swing his elbow around seven sponious cord's neck where it is his neck exposed or is there armor there People have attacked his neck. He has a gorget, but it's not completely covering him. Okay, so he's going to... The crease of his elbow's right there, and he's going to pull back, stand his ground, and just, with all of his strength, just try and squeeze the life out of him. So that will get you a two-dot stunt Yes. on this savaging attack. So you get one automatic success and plus two dice. And how many motes of essence are you going to spend on your excellency in order to improve this attack i will spend four from peripheral i'll spend five ariston's anima starts glowing as he does this so all of the party members are now at least glowing so that is nine successes on this roll what is ariston's damage his base damage on his attacks 12 so you're rolling six dice because of his soak So he strangles seven symphonious chords, and as he gets a strong grip, he tries to twist, and seven symphonious chords just leans forward, throwing Ariston over him. Ariston jumps to three initiative, and seven symphonious chords drops to negative four. It's now seven symphonious chords' turn. Seven symphonious chords' anima sputters and spurts. The eyes go from the half-closed look of smiling eyes and they open wide and the brows furrow these are eyes that are full of rage and full of terror seven symphonious chords growls at everyone it's time for you all to leave clear this square you have an appointment with the realm I recommend that you attend to that. Before, and he grabs one of the fleeing civilians, I start motivating you to do it. 
using more unsavory means. And he pulls them close and begins drawing the cello chord against them. He is going to make a threatened action. And Seven Symphonious Chords is actually backing away from Godwin and co. as he does this. <laughs> hey. What is everyone's resolve score? Godwin's is four. Ariston's is three. Ajax's is also three. Okay, and he's going to be rolling 13 dice. Is anyone going to want to modify their resolve score? Godwin will throw two essence in. So his resolve score is now five. Godwin's peripheral essence is now 12. Ajax will also throw in two. So he is now four, and peripheral modes are now at 13. Ariston will also spend two peripheral, which brings him to four. (laughs) He got six successes. Everyone's resolve is overcome. So those who failed their resolve check must now flee the scene. Everyone in the crowd begins to scream and flee even faster than they had before. This is a display of power, the likes of which has not been seen in the city of Zhao Wei for all of two and a half days. (laughs) (laughs) But since you all failed your resolve scores, show me how you're reacting and fleeing the scene. You guys could theoretically spend one willpower and lose five initiative to not flee, but that is the cost that you will be incurring. Ajax, he stands there kind of shocked, but then his resolve kind of sets in still, and through his willpower, he pushes himself to stay and notch another arrow in his bow. Okay, is Ariston going to be paying the cost? It will crash him. Oh, so then he can't really do much if he's crashed, right? Not really. I mean, he can't make any decisive attacks. So probably not a good idea for him then. So Ariston's running? Yeah. Ariston's eyes are now back to a dark blue, and he lifts his hand and puts it on the wound, and blood, in like, blood starts to seep through the creases of his fingers. Ajax, I'm sorry, there's nothing, there's nothing else I can do. Please, if you can, I know you can, get rid of him, but I, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't. And he, he stammers and he's just looking at the people fleeing and he's he was standing broad shoulder and chest, but he starts to like kind of collapse into himself. I know I'll see you after this. I know you'd stay if you could. And Ariston nods and he looks away like he can't really meet Ajax's eyes right now. And he runs with the fleeing crowd. And how does Godwin react to this? Godwin stares at Seven Symphonies Chords for a moment static as people are rushing past him to leave and for a moment he begins looking for forlorn aria and to call and he doesn't see them anywhere but then he sees ariston with ajax he can't hear what they say but he hears something but then he sees ariston turn away ariston ariston stops and turns take care of her for me you can do so much better than i can i will godwin but right now Know that you're more of a man than I'll ever be. I'm not. This sounds like an awful lot of talking. (laughs) And not like an awful lot of taking care of your business. And the screaming hum of the bow moving through the air can be heard. Godwin snaps back towards Seven Symphonious Chords. I will die doing what I have to do. Then you're going to die like a dog. And it's the top of the ricky round. Ajax has 11 initiative, and Godwin has 5. Seven Symphonious Chords has minus 4. So Ajax gets to go first. So Ajax, in response to Seven Symphonious Chords, says, Not if I have anything to say about it. And he takes the arrow that he already notched in his bow, and he aims it right below Seven Symphonious Chords' Adam's apple, where it's kind of exposed 
That sounds to me like you're making a decisive attack. Yes, I am. All right. And and are you you using any charms to supplement that? I am going to use fire arrow attack, which will cost two moats, which adds a automatic success to the damage roll. And if I do at least three health levels of damage, the target catches on fire. Awesome. And are you spending any dice on your excellency? I am going to spend nine dice. I'm going to take them all out of peripheral. As you do this, your anima bursts to its full iconic brilliance. What does the full majesty of Ajax Ford's soul look like? All right, so when Ajax's anima bursts, it's combinations of white, orange, red, and yellow, similar to fire, but mostly focusing on white. And it erupts in a gigantic roaring bear above him that seems to be shedding leaves, very similar to the leaves that we see in Deciduous Mantle's hair. Awesome. So that will get you a two-dot stunt. And he, Seven Symphonious Chords, is going to spend a point of willpower, and he is going to spend six motes to raise his parry from six to ten. He drops into a stance, almost like a samurai waiting to strike an opponent duelist as the arrow comes flying toward him. Twelve successes. You did it, friend. (laughs) Now roll your eleven damage as this bores into seven symphonious chords. Yes, you get one automatic success. That's six successes. So he catches fire. Yes. And he is brought down to his second to last minus two health box as this bores into his flesh. And you can see it strikes him through the Adam's apple and he pulls it out and no blood leaves his body. The flesh hangs there like laundry left in the sun too long and flutters in the breeze. Ajax returns to base initiative. That is so foul. It is Godwin's turn. Godwin quickly lunges towards his recorder, which is still lying at its place on the stage after he had performed. And Godwin looks at Seven Symphonious Chords and tries to mimic Ajax's actions and tries to shove the recorder into the hole that is already existing in his neck. Is Godwin using any charms on this? Godwin is not using any charms. Then he is going to spend one willpower to raise his... Parry value to four. Godwin is also going to spend three peripheral essence. To enhance his attack? Yes. Okay. Bringing him down to 14. And Godwin will get a one dot stun, so plus two dice on this roll. Nine successes. So that is five roll over successes, which means Godwin is rolling three dice for damage. Damn it. No successes. Godwin jumps to six initiative, and as Godwin leaps forward, the bow is sliding along the recorder, and it makes this horrifying, disgusting sound, and black and gold sparks erupt from it as these two paired items, parts of a matched set, come together, and only discord emerges from their meeting. But Godwin jumps to six initiative, and it is now Seven Symphonious Chord's turn. Is his initiative the same? His initiative is minus four, yes. Okay. Seven Symphonious Chords looks at Godwin and shakes his head. Militant resurrection always liked you better. Even after you left, he wouldn't stop chatting about you and your stupid mother. I hate you, Godwin Carilli. I hate you so much. And now, after what you've done here... I hate you more than I think I've ever hated anyone. And he shoves Godwin's in the chest 
and turns to the crowd running. He's taking a disengage action. So Godwin gets to roll his dexterity plus athletics against his uh, dexterity plus dodge. If you want to spend excellency dice on it, you can. I will. Cool. Yeah, betcha. I will have ticks. And I'm going to say that he's also flurrying this action, and he is going to reach out into the crowd, swinging the bow, killing civilians. Oh my god. Well. Which brings his pool down very, very low. So he's going to roll one die, and he's going to spend a willpower in order to get an automatic success. Seven Symphonious Chords got one success. Godwin's going to roll ten dice. Roll those ten dice. Two successes. Then he is unable to escape your range. He reaches out into the crowd with his bow, cannot quite make purchase, so he spins around and says, If you will not let me be, then I am going to have to end you. And he swings at you. He's going to be making an attack with nine dice against your parry value. Are you going to modify that at all? Yes. He's going to spend four for an additional two. So you're at five? Yes. Then he's also going to spend a willpower to get one automatic success. And Godwin also spend a willpower? Or no? Yes. Godwin will do that. Shit. He got just six successes on that roll. What is Godwin's soak? Five. He's rolling 12 dice for damage. He manages to get from his crashed state back into positive initiative. He is at one initiative now. No, he's at two initiative now. And Godwin drops to one initiative. The round ends. Everybody regains five motes. Ajax is at three initiative. Seven Symphonious Chords is at two initiative. Godwin is at one initiative. So Ajax is going to take another arrow. He has to run forward a little bit to maintain his short range and release another arrow aiming for the same spot that's weakened. And is Ajax going to be using any charms on this attack? He will use five excellencies. Excellent. So you're trying to beat a parry value of four. As you swing the arrows at him, he spins around Godwin and swings up his cello bow, attempting to slice the arrow in half. So now you're dealing with the difficulty five. That's ten successes. So that's five rollovers. What's your base damage? Fifteen. So you're rolling five damage of dice. One success. So you strike him. And it knocks him slightly off balance, and he spins around face-to-face with Godwin. You gain two initiative and jump to five. Seven Symphonious Chords and Godwin are both at one initiative. They each need to declare what they are going to be doing with their turn at the same time. He's attacking Godwin. Godwin's attacking him. This is a clash attack. So, defense means nothing. Fuck. (laughs) It's your role versus his role. That's a risk I'm willing to take. So, what charms are you using? Your max excellency is your dexterity plus your martial arts, but it's capped by how many motes you have, obviously. I don't know how many motes Godwin has peripheral, or total right now. Currently has nine, and his max is nine. Is he going to use all nine? Yeah. Seven Symphonious Chords is not adding any dice to this. He drops into a low stance and attempts to thrust the cello bow through Godwin's abdomen. And Godwin, once again tries to shove his recorder deep within the hole already present in Seven Symphonies Chords to start. Excellent. He is going to be rolling 12 dice with one automatic success. <laughs> Seven Symphonies Chords got six successes on this clash. Okay, so Godwin is rolling 18 with an automatic success. Uh, 20 for stunt. Okay, so Godwin will be rolling 20 and already has an automatic success due to willpower pay. Godwin got 12 successes. 
Godwin wins the clash and seizes the advantage. He still has to struggle against the wall of armor that Seven Symphonious Chords is wearing. So Godwin will be rolling three damage dice, but he gets three automatic successes after the damage is resolved here. One success. So he drops down to negative three initiative. Godwin jumps up. Just one, I believe, because that was an additional for losing the crash. Godwin's now at three initiative, two below Ajax. (laughs) And as this attack finishes, Seven Symphonious Chords smiles. The black and red and purple essence expands out and then snaps. It disappears. There is nothing left. There is just Seven Symphonious Chords and the bow. He acts faster than Godwin has ever seen anybody move and tries to drive the bow back through Godwin. He's using a charm to make an automatic extra attack. And he's going to spend four dice on his excellency to improve that. Godwin, your defense right now is two. Yay! (laughs) That is 11 successes over two. What is Godwin's soak? Five. He's rolling 21 dice to damage Godwin. He blasts into Godwin's abdomen and sends him spiraling backwards. Godwin skirts across the ground, sending smoke into the now empty plaza. Not even birds can be heard. Not even the scuttling of the wood spiders can be heard. Godwin drops from three initiative down to negative eight initiative. Because Seven Symphonious Chords just crashed the person who crashed him, he is in initiative shift, which means he gains 17 initiative from the damage he did plus the crash bonus, which brings him up to 15 initiative, and he gets to automatically re-roll join combat, which he's going to do now. Good news, he just rolled two successes, which brings him up to 17 initiative. However, he does get to immediately take another combat action, which he is going to use to attack Godwin, using a decisive attack. Godwin has a defense of one. He is going to be rolling ten dice, and as he smashes Godwin in the abdomen, he looks at Godwin's hands, raises the bow of his cello, and says, Militant Resurrection's not going to be so happy with you if you can't play any of your stupid little instruments. And swings down. He rolled four successes, which means he is going to be rolling 17 dice of initiative uh, as a decisive attack against Godwin. He only rolled three successes. So as he swings this down... I want to remind you that there is a rule in 3rd edition that allows you to negate some of the damage that is coming into you if you accept a maiming injury. So you could ablate one of these health levels of damage by accepting that Godwin's hand becomes permanently maimed, but not uselessly disfigured. That's going to happen. So... Seven Symphonious Chords takes the bow and inserts it into the hole that was already in Godwin's hand. Godwin can feel his heart stop as the bow plays his essence, and he twists the bow. Godwin's hand reflexively clenches around the bow, and he pulls it out. 
Godwin's fingers are bloodied at the tips, and the hole is now a yawning maw of gore at the middle of Godwin's hand. Take your friend and leave. I don't want to kill you. I might hate you, but there's some tiny part of you that could be useful in saving the city. Do yourself a favor. Do your friends a favor and leave. Go. Don't make me kill you. Because if I kill you, the Wild Hunt is going to come here. And when the Wild Hunt comes here, they're going to start killing everybody. It's not going to just be me. It's not just going to be you or Ajax or your little fish friend. So I counsel that you step away, accept that your hand is never going to work again, and handle the situation. Don't damn the city because your frustrated child who cannot handle the repercussions of his actions. Godwin takes a moment and looks at his hand, and it's almost like it hasn't hit him yet. And he looks up at Seven Symphonies chords and deliriously laughs. <laughs> I don't think you heard me correctly. And Godwin coughs up some blood. I said I'll die here. Like the dog you always were. And Godwin spits blood in his face. Ajax comes up behind Godwin and puts his hand on his shoulder. It's better that we weren't here. Is there anything else to live for? Our duty is still to protect the city. I can't protect anything. We both know that's not true. We need to get you fixed up. I won't leave here without a fight, even if it's against you. Fine. Seven Symphonious Chords snaps the bow, and it begins to fold up. And you can see the chain with the head of the recorder on it break away from his neck. It congeals into its standard form. I think that either way, my business here is finished, and he begins to turn away. Start of the round? Yes, it's the top of the round. Ajax is at five initiative, which is the highest initiative. So Ajax takes Godwin by his upper arm and starts pulling him towards the direction where Ariston fled earlier. Is Godwin going to actively resist that? Yes. So this would best be modeled as a grapple gambit. So you're going to have to roll your dexterity plus brawl against Godwin's defense, which presently is one. So dexterity is actually four. Um, and then I'm going to spend one willpower. So that's four and then an automatic success against Godwin's one. So you automatically hit. So there's actually no point in rolling this. You do now need to roll your five dice for initiative, though. And you need to beat two. Yay. So that is three successes. Now you must contest godwin's strength plus martial arts with your own strength plus brawl but godwin's at a minus four penalty yep and you can spend a willpower here gonna do that ajax has grabbed onto godwin's limp weak body and he positions his feet in a way where he can use his own body weight to pull on godwin and is godwin going to stunt his control roll no okay so add plus two dice so you are rolling five dice and you have one automatic success Wow. So that is five. It is now Godwin's turn to roll three dice to contest this. Two successes. So Godwin got two. Ajax immediately gets to act, and he has three rounds of control of this grapple. There are some options you have. You could either make an immediate decisive attack against Godwin to render him unconscious. He'll have an effective defensive zero, so you just immediately get to roll your initiative against him to knock him unconscious. Or you could try to drag him, which is going to cost two of your rounds of control. Um, you could also throw him to knock him out. You could release him and throw him to the ground to knock him out, which will deal a little bit extra damage. So I'm going to 
take Godwin's other arm as well and throw him towards the direction where Ariston went. Do you want to throw him against that convenient pillar that was in the middle of the plaza? Yeah, sure. So Godwin slams against this pillar. You now get to roll eight dice to deal bashing damage to Godwin. That's enough. That's good enough. Godwin goes careening into the pillar. His head slams into it first, and the burning essence of Godwin's anima begins to sputter and crack, almost like a hammer slamming against a mirror. His anima dissolves into shards and begins to wisp away into the sky. The city of Zhao Wei is now stood over only by an enormous, prowling, leafy bear. Godwin is unconscious at the base of the pillar. Seven Symphonious Chords is walking toward the edge of the plaza. He turns and says, I know that you think that we're stuck on opposite sides of this conflict, but you've done our city a service today. And he disappears down a nearby alley. Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Faye's? Thank, thank you guys for, for having me here. I appreciate it. it. It means a lot to me. I know that I can't really imbibe any of the food that you have here, but it means a lot to me that you have invited me out to spend time with you like this. And I also really appreciate the considerations that they've given to me, given my stature. I, it's nice to have some cushions to sit on. So thank you for, for having me here. See? We told you it would all work out. Everything's fine now. Did you ever tell me that? I don't feel like I've ever had but a slight interaction with you where you summarily ignored my existence. <laughs> I, most, I most certainly did not. I told you that I would take the blame for the problem that was happening and said time when we interacted and said that you weren't going to get demoted and you weren't going to have to eat trash. So I... I I didn't ignore your existence. Well, I guess that that's just how I felt after that conversation happened. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. Don't apologize. I, I can work on being a little better under crisis situations. It was, it was stressful. It was... Oh, man. I don't like thinking about it that much. Hey, it's okay, Rue. You know, I pay attention to you, unlike Ariston. I'm here for you, man. Thank you. That means a lot to me. I mean, it's not every day we get to have lunch with a god. It's definitely nice to sit here and have lunch with people who occupy my domain. I don't get to do that a lot. I know that I'm not like Shu or Kasaga or even like, God forbid, someone like Plentiman. So I like to try to be a little bit more intimate with the people who live in my domain. Yeah, well, you know, we're honored to have lunch with a god as stylish as you are. And Godwin kind of picks up his hat puts it back down as a little nod. Oh, thank you. You know, I think I've always had this as long as I can remember, but I make sure that I polish it every night to keep it nice and clean and smooth. That is, uh, that's commitment to good good fashion. I, I admire that. You know what they say, cleanliness is next to godliness, so I oh, guess the onus is kind of on me to, to keep that one up. Because you are a... Oh, I get it. I thought it was kind of clever. It is finally get something i'm so happy as a god though don't you have other things to worry about than the cleanliness of your own hat hey ajax i'm just saying he has a domain to look over oh i absolutely have a lot that's on my plate at any given time but i guess you don't expect anyone with a whole lot on their plate to be taking care of that right right up to the minute that they fall asleep in bed you know yeah i gotta i gotta make sure to take care of me so that i can rest and 
sometimes I listen to prayers that have come in when I'm when I'm doing my cleaning, and it helps me feel connected to everyone who's praying to me. So it's not like I'm being negligent necessarily. It's just self care. What would you say if you don't mind me asking? Is the most requested prayer, or or is it just prayers like is it prayers for things? Is it is it just prayers out of uh, forming a relationship with you? Like how how does that work? There's a pretty big mix, I guess. Sometimes people will ask me for things, but it's mostly people praying for safety within the district. There's, well, a little bit more crime than I'm comfortable with that goes on in the Smiling Eyes district. So people pray for safety. They pray in general to the city, and I get a little bit of cut of that. Sometimes, though, people do specifically pray to me, seeking me out. But I'm not that popular, so mostly it's just questions like, Oh, please keep me safe, and that feeds into my ability to keep people safe, so that's good. It's just a little bit impersonal. Hey, can I uh, send a prayer your way? Yeah, well, all, you got, all you gotta do is pray. Well, I pray that one day Ariston can hope to be half as stylish as you are, because seriously, that toga is not good for your figure, man. Well, I mean, that's a little... He's He's got a pretty nice... I'm... I'm no one to make calls like this, I guess. But if I were going to venture to say, I'd say that he had a pretty good body. You know, I don't disagree with that, but he's also wearing a, you know, a limp towel. It's frumpy. All right. If I can defend my choice of outfit, it's a it's a practical piece. I can move around in it. It keeps most of my area covered that I need. And it's not at full toga. It's half of one. So I am wearing pants, if you don't mind. And, well, you know, I don't it, appreciate it, it. It looks like you're wearing a half toga and also half pants. Yeah, I don't know if they call them pants in the sea there, bud. Little fish. But, uh, they're called shorts here. So, no matter how many times you stay, it's still not a fish. And uh, I don't think it's a bad look. I, I like it. And you know what? That is all that matters. You no, it's what? not. You don't have to look good. I'm just saying that all right. I would not go make a public face for my domain. Wearing a wrinkly anime t-shirt and a fedora, and maybe you shouldn't go around representing your people wearing half of a toga and half of pants. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a bad image for Quinns, if you know what we're saying. I'm not going to change my outfit. I'm not going to. I wear this all... I don't I don't have any other clothes. Unless you guys want to take me on some shopping spree, but hey, go ahead. No, but buddy, buddy. I'm the god of this district. I I can have a sense for what comes in and out of it. You have literally more money than everyone else in the district put together. I saw that come into this town. You do not want for the money to buy clothes, mister. I meant if you want to accompany me, and I do systematically forget that I'm that wealthy. I really do. But I'm saying, if you it's guys like want to go... the movie Memento, but only for money. If you want to come on a trip for me to buy some new clothes, I will invite you all so you can all put in your criticisms and, and what I should and shouldn't wear. But as for now, I just want to enjoy lunch and not go further into my choices of clothing. I mean, will you buy stuff for us too? If you guys want, yeah, for sure. Okay, so Ajax. Just don't go crazy. Here's, here's a dynamic that we have to decide between. Mm-hmm. So either A, we get to criticize... Ariston and get free shit mm-hmm. but we actually have to look like we're hanging out with Ariston oh that's yeah. a tough one people know we work together it's not a secret yeah but they don't know that we would ever hang out with you outside of work maybe if we can make it look like a work trip 
Yeah, I mean, I spend a lot of time having to deal with degenerate hounds, but God forbid in my off hours I will not be seen with those people. Did you just compare me to a degenerate hound? I'm just saying that it's an adequate parallel. I've always liked you, Rue. You barely... You barely... I'm just saying from their perspective, I'm not... I'm not making any sort of judgment values about you as a person. You're fine. You tried to help me out when I was stressed out. Maybe I forgot about that. But from their perspective, you just have to try to see it from where they're coming from. You might be the degenerate hound in this group, and you might have to ask yourself why people are walking away from interactions with you with that impression. Ajax invited his own self to come and for me to buy clothes for him. I don't... You know what? Nope. It's fine. I noticed I invited myself when there was a benefit for me. Still counts. Still invite yourself. And look. That's true. Yeah. friends aren't real friends. Well, you know, if I'll deal with the verbal abuse, if it means that we get to do something that's fun as a group, and I get to learn a little bit more about the city. Yeah, and you can cry into your toga. I don't cry. When when have I cried? Also, it's not topical for me to cry and do it at all. Because there's no... it's, It's not like... This flouncy, it's, it's tight. It's, it's form-fitting. I think that's what they call an oxymoron. How do you have a tight toga? I'm confused. You're scaring the god. All right. I was a remotely... Wait, I'm like a robot. I'm breaking apart. It's a paradox. No, Rue. His hat, like, splits in two. Steam starts coming out of his ears. <laughs> Look his like you did. head spinning. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to us, rate us, and review us on iTunes. Every review really helps get the show out there to more new listeners. If you want to find us on the web, you can find us at swallowsofthesouth.com, on Twitter at swallowsofsouth, on Tumblr at swallowsofthesouth.tumblr.com, and on Google Plus at swallowsofthesouth. If you have any questions you would like answered, or would like to speak to Quinn via email, please send your messages to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. Our intro music is new by Elvis Herod, and I hope to see you next Tuesday.